spiritual trailblazer. This episode is brought to you by the Thrive in Your Purpose 90 Days Intensive. This intensive is for spiritual trailblazers and spiritual entrepreneurs alike who want to level up in their business, own their personal power, and be in the flow with the universal energy. This intensive covers manifestation ability. So we are going to dive into becoming a manifestation wizard, transformation so we can be our ultimate selves, developing and maintaining our confidence, setting up and launching our podcast, developing our success team, and developing our self-care plan. You can learn more by going into tmariejohnson.com forward slash thrive in your purpose to learn more catch the early bird special and get your bonuses again that's tmariejohnson.com thrive in your purpose welcome to spiritual and empowerment living with international speaker spiritual mentor and best-selling author Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. All right, all right, all right. We are kicking off this episode with some high power energy. And you know what I'm talking about, the energy of gratitude what I love about this is that it's a nice way to also begin the day. So not just an episode, but a day. I, I am always grateful for the guests who come on the show. I'm grateful for the inspiration that I get uh, to talk about a topic on the show and people who respond, as you may have heard in previous episodes, I would stay, uh, say that this topic is uh courtesy of a spiritual trailblazer on Instagram who answered uh, my question of what would you like to hear or what is something you want me to elaborate more on. So just starting with gratitude already puts you at a higher vibration than uh, if you were to just, all right, let's just hit the uh, record button. Okay. So it doesn't mean that other people don't do this. Some people do this in private because sometimes it is private. Okay. But I like doing this with you because it's all too easy just to go, 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 go. Expressing gratitude slows down things a little bit for me. So with that being said, just, you know, say aloud throughout the day, three things you're grateful for. What are you grateful for in the morning? Three things you are grateful for in the morning three things you're grateful for in the afternoon, followed by three things in the evening that you are grateful for. And if you like, at the tail end of the evening, right before you go to bed, gather it all up. So we have nine things or even people that you're grateful for, and you get to reflect on that for that day. And by the end of the week, the end of the month, you're going to have a book. (laughs) All right? You can sell that bad boy on Amazon. (laughs) But anyway, do that. Let me know how that works out for you. You can send me a DM, an email, tia at tiamariejohnson.com. Let me know how that's working out for you. 
I would love for you to rate and review this show on iTunes so I can connect with more people. We have people listening from countries like Australia, uh, the UK, Canada. It's just, it's so amazing and I love it. So let's keep this going. I haven't seen some hits from China, from Spain, you know, I just, I love it. So thank you. Thank you. And again, please rate and review the show so I can connect with more people. I truly appreciate that. And if I haven't said this already, because I got so caught up with the gratitude and appreciation, you can always send me an email or just head over to my Instagram page and, and let me know what you think about this episode. My email is podcast at tiamariejohnson.com. And if you want to head over to Instagram, it's Tia underscore Johnson underscore. The description will state new episode alert. So you can go ahead and talk about the episode. I am very responsive on Instagram. So you want to connect that way, you totally can. And if you haven't already, you can hop on those freebies. Okay, there's a nice workbook, a couple of things in there for you. A workbook, video series, lots of goodies. So you can head over to TiaMarieJohnson.com forward slash freebies. Finally, the blog. Every Monday, there's a new blog post waiting for you. So if you aren't on the email list where the link will be given to you automatically, you know to head over to blog.tmariejohnson every Monday, and there's a fresh post right there for you. Normally sometime in the afternoon, all right? But the afternoon is different depending on your time zone. So just keep a lookout for it every Monday, a new post, all right? So let's begin today's show. All right, spiritual trailblazers, we are back at it. And I really love this topic because I'm still learning about this. And I'm telling you, it gets deep. So we have here Sharon Holland Galfan. And we're going to talk about what you need to know about the pino and pituitary glands with diagnostic nutritionists. Whew, she's deep, guys. All right. <laughs> Sharon is a divorced mom to three amazing young adults who are her why and who inspire her daily. She's an entrepreneur who was inspired by her son's diagnosis to change careers and go back to school. At first, it was all about her son, but it woke her up. Sharon had been sleepwalking and ignoring her own health issues, which she had compartmentalized because she was too busy taking care of everyone else and thinking that these symptoms were just part of getting older. Sharon is passionate about helping women wake up and learn to listen to their own guidance system, which starts in the gut. Our gut is our second brain, and if we don't take care of it, it will not take care of us. And she helps our clients to do this by testing, not guessing. Sharon does specific gut testing to see what pathogens and opportunistic bacteria are lurking in our guts and correlate them to the symptoms her clients are having. By getting to the root of our most common health complaints and healing, we can then get grounded in our bodies, our temples. Then we can have the wings to soar and find our purpose in life. Sharon, hello, welcome. <laughs> hello, and thank you so much for having me. Wow, that was a mouthful, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? This is what's needed. My goodness. I mean, a change in careers. What? 
it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you don't know until you start cleaning things out and just making space for everything. Right. <laughs> yes. This yeah. Is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and, and it's funny cause when I was younger to me, the idea of being healthy was iceberg lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> that wait, that and a cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee and a bran muffin and I thought I was healthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's um but you know, I, I do look at my son's diagnosis as a blessing in disguise and um I'm just thank I really am so thankful that I was given the opportunity to wake up to uh to realizing, you know, because we're talking today about the pineal gland, the pituitary gland. Um, about my health issues, I I actually have a pituitary adenoma, which is a benign brain tumor in my pituitary glands. Mm. So it's uh, as we talk, it'll be very fascinating for all of us to kind of see how this all comes together and the importance of listening to your body, which I just didn't do because, like you said, too busy doing everything else. Right, right. And that's sort of the... The mindset we have here is, oh, you know, I'm strong. I'll be okay. I have to take care of the other people because I'm strong and it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I, I we all say that, and you know, it's fascinating about it is you go in an airplane, and what do the flight attendants say if there's a change in air pressure? What do they say like you know if something happens and the air pressure drops? What you know what what falls down from the the roof, the ceiling, mm-hmm. the oxygen mask. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And then what do they say to all the people that are in their seats? Put it on yourself first. <laughs> right. So we do it. Well, of course, because we're no good to anybody else if we're dead. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. But yet when it comes to our everyday lives, all we're doing is putting everybody else first and not ourselves. And I realized with myself, like I, first of all, I've been dieting since I was 12 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. I, from Dexatrim pills to every single fad diet that was out there. I was like, this is it. This is what's going to get me skinny and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, when, you know, when my son was diagnosed with Crohn's and learning about nutrition and realizing I'd been taking Imatrix shots for migraines. I was taking antacids for IBS. I had medicated cream for eczema. I was taking medication for my pituitary adenoma. I had hormone things going on. Like my body was falling apart. I can't even imagine had he not been diagnosed where my life would be today had I not made all those connections. Yes, that is amazing. That's so true. So, what are the pino and pituitary glands and their functions? So it's so interesting because like, you know, well, they're both in, in your brain and the pineal glands is, it's, it's like your third eye, which, so it's so fascinating that, you know, you work with the, the whole spiritual side and it, it just, the idea of we need to clear that third eye and um, it's really, it's responsible for uh uh, you know, um, I'm sorry, I'm having <laughs> having a little like brain fart right now. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's <laughs> a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, I, I think because I'm just so excited about uh, being able to share this information. So the pineal glands uh, helps to produce melatonin, and melatonin is also pu- produced partially by 
serotonin and melatonin is a sleep hormone. Mm. But what's interesting too with that is that it's the, the, our brain, our, our pineal glands and our pituitary glands and our gut are connected by this vagus nerve, which is the superconductor highway. And so a lot of what is going on in our brain is produced in our gut as well. So it's also interconnected. And a lot of times we think, okay, so we don't have to think about what we're eating because our brain's going to take care of everything. But if it's not getting the nutrition that it needs, then you can't open up that third eye because it's being blocked Mm -hmm. by what's being blocked in your gut. And interestingly enough, even with the pituitary, the pituitary is so responsible for all of your major hormones, you know, estrogen and progesterone and the testosterone and and that's also responsible for your adrenals. Like it's just this whole cascade, it's like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. So if one thing is off in the root base, then it affects everything that it, in, that's in its path. So for instance, with me, I had major cramps and I was so moody and I would get these bad migraines every time I was expecting my period but nobody had an answer for me, you know, and everybody, the doctors were like, yeah, here, take a pill. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that I had this pituitary adenoma until, and I'll never forget this, um, I was dating my now former husband, but this was before we got married, and I was laying on the carpet, on my chest, kind of like on my elbows, propped up, just on the phone with him. And I got up and I looked down at my shirt and I said to him, oh my God, my shirt is soaked. I don't understand what's going on here. And he was laughing. He goes, oh, maybe you're milking. And I was like, ha ha. But I was just so curious because I had no idea how my shirt was, got wet. And you know what? I was, I was lactating. Wow. And that scared me. I went to the doctor. The doctor told me I'm never going to be able to have kids. I freaked out. Because I had these hormonal imbalances. So imagine you're like 24 years old and it's like, holy cow, doctor telling you what you're not going to be able to do. Right. And yet still had no idea, no connection. We didn't even have the information available back then. So I was put on a very strong drug to control that and to try to get my hormones back together. And then didn't even connect that my stomach started getting all weird with all these other symptoms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's really just going back to what those glands do. It's so important both for our hormone balance, for melatonin, for our sleep balance, mm-hmm. and how that all connects to our ability to manage stress because it's connected to the adrenals that releases cortisol and to our gut so that we feel great. Man, yeah, so that really put a lot in perspective, at least for me, and I know the the listeners out there are going like, whoa, (laughs) feel free to hit the the rewind button, (laughs) the 15 second button, right? But yeah, it's, it's so interesting. I never thought of the gut being connected to the brain. Mm-hmm. The way you said it, because I know as we were talking a little bit earlier before we started recording is that I changed the toothpaste I use because I know fluoride, yeah. I believe that's where it cal- calcifies your, yes. your, the, uh, pineal your the pineal gland. And yes. if 
that's blocked, then you're not having the visions. And if you're not having the visions, you're going to have a hard time staying on course. But with the stomach, I never thought about that because I know I'm thinking I need to get back in the gym. I just had hernia surgery. So with with that being said, what are some of the the ways you have uh, implemented uh, protecting your gut and, and, and promoting good gut health? Oh, there's, there's so many ways to approach it. And so many people get so overwhelmed because, you know, as you know, there's so much misinformation. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, we really, I I get headaches. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have clients who like send me emails, Sharon, I just read this article and I thought this was healthy and now what do I do? And it's, it really starts with, and this is why I so love the work that you do because it starts with finding ourselves and trusting our intuition, our gut, right? Listening to ourselves. So it's kind of, it's a little bit of a catch 22 because as you just said, you want your pineal gland to be clear. uh, And if it's blocked with the calcifications, how can you open up your third eye? And then how can it connect to being able to trust your gut? The first thing is that awareness. Mm. And I tell people, whether it's your phone or your computer, uh, I'm sure there are a ton of apps out there, or maybe you're a person who likes to have a notebook with you just to give yourself throughout the day. But I always say start with the mornings and the evenings because that's always the best time. Give yourself five minutes to just tune in to like mentally scan your body of what aches, what feels, what might be feeling off. How's your stomach doing? How's your uh, arms and neck and fingers? And do you have any aches and pains? Do you feel sniffles? Do you have, I mean, do you have sniffles? Do you get like a cough? Do you have itchy skin? Scan your body a couple of times a day and write it down. And once you start writing things down, then ask yourself, okay, what did I eat an hour ago? What did I eat if it's in the morning? What did I eat last night? Because even though something may be healthy as a healthy food, it might not be healthy for your body. Mm-hmm. So by writing it down, and it's almost you know having your journal and having writing your, out your own GPS of your uh, dashboard, right? To mm-hmm. kind of dial in so that you can make those connections of, wow, you know what? I had, um, you know, all right, it's, I'm going to make it obviously something obvious. Yeah, I had a, a, a slice of pizza and now I feel tired and I have gas when I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, it's, that's kind of an easier connection. But even if you're eating a salad, and you have oil and vinegar, sometimes the dressing, the vinaigrette dressing can mm-hmm. give you, a, you know, an itchy throat or a little bit of an itchy skin or um, a little bit of an upset stomach. But until you write down exactly everything and start paying attention to the patterns, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to decide, okay, is this it? Then second step would be, let me remove this. Let me test it. Let me remove these foods mm-hmm. for a few days. Let me see how I do. I always tell people, try to remove something for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Then you add it back in and you'll know almost immediately if that food is giving you whatever these side effects are. And if, you know, we could talk about this at the end, but if your readers are in, your listeners are interested, um, you know, I can, I have a symptoms checklist that I'd be more than happy to uh, share with them. Mm-hmm. And, that's just the start for somebody who wants to do it themselves. And those two things, right? The other thing with the awareness is um, what can you add in? Forget about 
people saying, don't eat this, don't eat that. It works temporarily, but we hate being told what we can't do. <laughs> right. Yes. So I want to look at, well, what can we do? What can, let's, like, let's turn this around so that you feel good about the action steps that you're taking. So if you're a person who really hates vegetables, just pick one and find a way to add it into your food, whether you blend it in a smoothie, whether you saute it into something with, that you're making, find a way to add in something healthy every day. You know, there's, there's ways to do things without us beating ourselves up of, oh, I can't believe I did that again. Right, and, and that's one of the reasons why and I'm not against this, but I always want to go into something with a nice amount of research. And that's when people automatically want to go to something just because it states organic on the label. Mm. And I think to myself, well, uh, is that really right for you? <laughs> like, what, what, What's your intention? Are you following a trend or is it really a health thing? And I'm trying to think, what's the one thing that a lot of people are terrified um to to eat but it's only really if you have celiac disease that's where you want to stay away from it i'm drawing a blank um gluten, gluten? gluten. gluten. yes gluten. yeah I, yes. I was in, in the supermarket one day i was in trader joe's and i was trying to find their cauliflower gnocchi because it is amazing but they're constantly sold out so the guy there uh, he says to me well i have the regular gnocchi he said but it's not gluten free and i said that's fine i don't have celiac disease and and just thinking about that and what you were saying is yeah we have to figure out what really doesn't work for us and I, I just think that sometimes people get a little spooked they get afraid yeah. and, and they start jumping to things not realizing if that quote-unquote healthy thing is right for them yes yes and especially when it comes to gluten-free products and you really brought up some a great point because uh, it's it's more than a trend because it's really you know it's here people are there's you have all these gluten free fests gluten free fests allergy free fests all this stuff and yet if you were to really look at some of the ingredients in these gluten free products they're crap mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they are not healthy so I always tell people don't look at the labeling you know don't buy into marketing marketing is a company's way of just you know, yeah, selling something to you that they want you to buy. And then they use these marketing messages over and over again to condition you to, if you hear it often enough, you start to believe that, well, it's got to be true because I've heard it enough times. Mm -hmm. And um, I always tell people, eat as close to the source as possible and try to understand what those ingredients are. And uh, when it comes to organic um, you know, organic for some things is great, certainly for like berries and certain vegetables, um, you know, but organic too sometimes can be misleading, you know, so if you have a local farmer's market and you get to know your farmer, you trust their humane practices, you, I, I'd rather have somebody buy local beef, grass-fed beef, than go and buy something just because it says it's organic and you don't know, really know where it's coming from. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, hopping on those bandwagons is, you're right, it's it's so much out of fear, which is why I really, I, it's always about just getting back to what is right for me? What do I need to pay attention to? Mm-hmm. And interestingly, 
when I work with clients who are so interested, uh, you know, getting to the root and they're just sick and tired of being tired and not having energy. And as women, as we get older, like, oh, you're going through menopause and, oh, you're, it's just age and you have chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, you have fibromyalgia. Really, it's because so many women have these common health complaints that are really, they're just putting a Band-Aid on. So when somebody's at that point of, you know what, Sharon, I'm still doing all of this. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I need to take it a step further. Then I say, let's do the stool test. That's where I love what I do because it gets to the root of any of those opportunistic bacteria and the parasites. And it looks, it looks at the inflammation. It looks at, are you sensitive to zonulin, which is the protein marker for a leaky gut? Are you sensitive to gluten? You know, it's really looking because now you have the facts Mm-hmm. Because you're testing, so you're not guessing. Right. And to me, oh my God, that's like music to my ears. I actually love when I get, <laughs> when I get those reports back because yeah. I'm like, see, let's correlate everything. Now let's look at all the pieces. <laughs> and now you can see. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not happy that something's wrong with you, but I'm happy. <laughs> that we're no longer guessing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That reminds me of a, <laughs> uh, so when I got my hernia surgery, the anesthesiologist comes in, I'm looking at my hand because usually they, uh, they put the anesthesia and via the uh, right hand. So I'm looking at my veins. He goes, oh yeah, you look at your veins. He goes, that's the first thing, first thing I look at when I see people, their hands and look at their veins. And like, he just got so excited talking about it because he knows that he's going to help someone. And that's the same kind of enthusiasm. <laughs> like it's so, something it's strange to some people, right? Like, why are you looking at people's veins on your hands? <laughs> or like you said, I know it's a test result, but I'm really excited. <laughs> I actually had one client who was like, you actually look at the, at the poop. I'm like, no, I don't look at that. <laughs> But I get excited talking about poop. I could talk about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I mean, the more you know, then you can be able to really approach life from a different perspective. And then you won't just, and I don't have anything against doctors, but then you can go back and say, hey, I got this test done and I want to take away some foods and see what happens. I want to give you this report because maybe I don't have fibromyalgia maybe it's just that i'm allergic to something or whatever the case may be i'm using that as an example and you can present them that yeah yeah well uh, listen i doctors are amazing they save lives i just Mm -hmm. wish that we could work together as teams Mm -hmm. for for health care not disease care and 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 it's you know it's a double-edged sword because i i know many amazing physicians all types of doctors that are so overburdened as well because they don't have a, a many, you know a lot of time slots for their patients, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you as the patient don't know what to ask and what to share, and they don't always get all the information, it just I just wish that we could be a team because even like you know getting back to the penile gland, you know, so it helps to um, you know produces melatonin and it helps to modulate sleep. Well, so does your gut. So if we can look at both and work together and realize that there's so many ways to approach this integratively, holistically, then you can really look at the whole self and understand that, well, if I'm having sleep issues and stress and gut 
and all these other symptoms which seem benign, it's more than just the doctor, the nutritionist. It's the breathing, you know, it's the lifestyle, it's the products you're using on your skin, the products in your house. You just mentioned, you know, toothpaste. It's your spirituality. It's looking at everything and what can we do for ourselves to be able to take those small steps towards making it better. And that's why I, it's all, you know, for me, it's like, let's look at the positive. Look at what is great in your life. Look at what is good in your life. Look at what is working. And when you feel like you've had a bad day, like look back and realize, oh my God, thank you for my health. Thank you for my amazing children. Thank you for my a roof over my head for my job, whatever it is, there's so much to be thankful for. And if we, you know, thank you that my hands and my feet and my arms and work and I can walk and I can do, and there's just so much that we get so caught up because of the world we live in mm-hmm. that it's just like, take a, take a step back and pause and breathe and take those baby steps. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's it's something once we figure out our health. And, and, like, this is so, so beneficial on so many levels. And this is the first time I'm hearing of a diagnostic nutritionist. And so uh, another question I have for you is, what are some of the things you're constantly debunking when people come to you? Uh, all the articles that they're reading. I'm trying to think of the last one. A few weeks ago, somebody sent me an article about health foods. Um, and I get so many emails that I don't remember specifically what it was, but she sent me an email and she's very healthy and I'm helping her heal. Um, and it was an article about some of the foods. I, I even, It might have even mentioned coconut or saturated fats. Mm-hmm. So she started to get nervous because I'm a firm believer that you, you need to eat more fat, but the mm-hmm. right fats and understand right, right. why and you know what it's doing because we've been conditioned to believe low fat is healthy. Mm-hmm. And I, so those are the things like when, you know, whenever there's this, uh, the trend of like, oh, here's the new news on saturated fats and this is why they clog your arteries and this is why you shouldn't it's only looking at a small snapshot. And as a matter of fact, the, 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 the study that it was referring to was like 10 people in the study, you know, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, that's what I respond to. It's like, okay, so somebody wrote an opinion piece based on a few sentences they've extrapolated from a study and because it's a popular magazine, we take it at its, you know, at face value without questioning it. And then I'll actually write an email about it to my readers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even, come to think of it this morning, I, I get this um, summary, I think it's called 1440 Brew or something, um, a summary of like the, the news and what's going on. And um, there's... A, an antidepressant that's on the market, but they're being sued. And uh, they're talking about all these side effects, including uh, sudden changes in gambling and sex addict and uh, crazy thoughts. And they're being sued. They're settling all these cases. And what's interesting, and I wrote a whole article about it because what's interesting when it comes to medications is we, we hear those side effects mm-hmm but we don't pay attention to them or we, 
don't want to really know what they are. Right. And we do have to pay attention. So we need to understand what it's doing to us. So at least we have all that information and say, okay, if I need to take this medication, what can I do nutritionally or with supplements to offset some of these side effects that it's going to cause? Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, that and um, yeah, just the whole, the intermittent fasting, Sharon, which way, you know, which type of intermittent fasting do you believe, do you believe in? You know, it's, again, it's listening to your body. Some people do well with 12 hours. Some people do well with 16 hours. Some people mm-hmm. um, do well with only eight hours. There's no right one thing because it's all looking at it as a cookie cutter and we're not all the same cookie. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> not by any means. So again, it's like really reading something and saying, do I believe this? Is this true? And that's what I tell all my clients. When you read something, ask yourself, is it true? And if you believe it, ask yourself, why do you believe it? Where did that belief come from? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are like, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. And if that's the answer, then you have to question and say, what do I believe? What do I really need to know about this? And if I can't figure it out on my own, well, okay, let me call Sharon. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Talk to a professional. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, You know, so even getting back to the pituitary glands, I, the headaches that I was getting, the medicine that I was paying for to just control my numbers and try to keep everything in balance led to so many other side effects. And I don't remember the last time I took that medication. My, My numbers are still slightly elevated, but because... I listen now to my gut and I supplement well and I eat well. I don't need to be on medication, mm. which is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Saves you money too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, my insurance did not pay for half of that stuff. <laughs> but um, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. I was going to say, so how can someone take a test that will help them? to understand what's going on. Do they go to their doctor? Do they go to a local clinic? So the particular um, lab that uh, there, there are a bunch of labs out there that are great. And um, a lot of Western medicine doctors, depending on what state you are, um, you have to ask your doctor, do you do a stool test that can show me parasites, pathogens, opportunistic bacteria, Calprotectin, which is an inflammation marker, mm-hmm. um, immune response, uh, leaky gut, the zonulin marker, mm-hmm. worms, candida. Those are like a few autoimmune triggers because there are certain autoimmune triggers that um, the company I work with um, does do. And if your doctor doesn't or doesn't know, you know, find out from the insurance company. The, what their stool test is, then I always say to people, I mean, I certainly work virtually. I have clients all over. Um, and the way I work is the lab sends the kit directly to you. So you send it back in the mail and they submit it to insurance. And then they, you know, you guys will take care of that part. But if you want to, I always tell people, look for a functional doctor who does do that type of testing of, and, and, 
requesting some of those markers, but understanding what that means for you, mm-hmm. you know, have a conversation and understand, you know, what's going on, what your symptoms are, which again, you know, I'm more than happy to share with your uh, listeners. Um, I mean, you know, that's, I do hormone testing also, but I'm finding with our gut, so many answers lie there. That's like the first place to start looking. Mm -hmm. So if your regular physician doesn't, um, and you want somebody in person versus, versus working with somebody virtually, look for a naturopathic doctor or a functional doctor, um, or another functional nutritionist that's local in your city. Again, if you're looking for somebody face-to-face, because everybody, again, we, we like to work differently. I have some clients who wish I lived nearby because they only like seeing people in person. Mm-hmm. And I say, great. And I give them the same you know, resources that I'm giving you right now is Google them. You'll find there, there are so many more people doing this work. So if you're looking for somebody locally... Um, you know, and if not, and there's something I can help and direct you to somebody locally, I'd be more than happy to do that also. Cause my goal is to help you because it's your body, it's your life, it's your future. And the sooner you can be healthy and clear that and get grounded with what works for you, then all the spiritual work you do and all of the other work that you do and finding your purpose and helping and serving others gets easier. Mm-hmm. And, clear, and then you, have, you can clear the space for that because then you're not so worried about you because mm-hmm. you, you've taken care of yourself. And it's really self-preservation, right? It's not, it's not being selfish. We have to preserve ourselves. We have to take care of our temple. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. And earlier you mentioned some of the foods that you eat. What are some of your go-to foods for a healthy gut? Oh, wow. Um, I love chlorella, um, spirulina. Those are packed with vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. They're like superfoods. But they, and mm-hmm. what's great is that they can help remove some of these toxins that are in our body. They can increase your oxygen levels. There's so much that they could do. Um, there's, there, just look for a good, reputable company. Um, you know, it, again, if, I, you know, I'm not sure what to share in terms of what to recommend. I'd rather, I think, kind of like leave that, you know, off the call, or how would you like me to? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, definitely, uh, listeners, definitely contact your your doctor. I, I was just curious because I know that uh, I sometimes make a smoothie with avocado in there and sometimes strawberries, but I also make sure I have more greens in there than anything mm-hmm. else, like half a banana. So I, I was just curious some of the things that that you did, but yeah, I, I know definitely to make sure uh, not to overload even with natural sugars. I was curious. Oh yeah, definitely. Sugars are, especially when <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned smoothies because um, people think they're healthy and they can be depending on what you put in them. So it's awesome that you put a half an avocado and I tell people you can eat an avocado every single day and you don't have to worry about having too much fat. And they're shocked because like, oh my God, it's so much fat, but it has so much, so much nutrients and it's the monounsaturated fats that are healthy for you that your, that your body needs. So I always tell people, 
you want to make sure that there's good vegan protein in it. You want to make sure that there's a good healthy fat, so whether it's the avocado or coconut oil. Um, you want to put either um, a green powdered blend from you can get from your local health food store or throw in a handful of dark green leafy vegetables or add the chlorella um, or spirulina and then some frozen berries. Mm-hmm. I tell people to minimize the high sugar fruits because they can spike your insulin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, you know, we tend to have too much of them, but certainly on occasion, throwing in a half a banana certainly adds deliciousness to a smoothie. Yes. But you want, you know, you want the good, you want fiber, you want the protein, you want the fat, you want the antioxidants from the berries. So when you combine all of that with a non-dairy uh, beverage, milk, you know, like unsweetened coconut milk or almond milk or cashew milk or hemp or whatever, you can make a huge, huge smoothie that if I, I got, mine is like, I want to say it's like 30 ounces and that's my meal. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, you know, quite a few cups. And I don't even think about the calories because I'm giving myself so many great nutrients. Right. And that's it at the end of the day. It's like thinking, is this nutritious? Like I, I try to get people to move from the, how many calories does this have to what nutrition is my body getting from it? Makes because, sense to me. <laughs> you know, because it's not calories in calories out, you know, it's, um, and also if your gut is having some disturbances, it doesn't even matter what you eat. Even if you are healthy, you're not going to be able to absorb everything mm-hmm. if you don't have a healthy gut. So those foods that I just mentioned are fermented foods are fantastic. Mm. Um, I love fermented foods, kombucha, you know, all of that kimchi so great because of packed with the prebiotics, probiotics that make for a healthy gut. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just taking a really good, uh, healthy probiotic. Um, but it's really about, yeah, bringing that in every single day to my repertoire of what I eat. Um, and then I eat for the seasons, you know, as winter approaches here in New York, I don't feel like eating a salad. It's yeah. too cold. Like, <laughs> I need, I need grounding root vegetables. I need mm-hmm. stews and soups and things yes. that you know, make me feel warm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's paying attention to all of that. What is my body craving? And sometimes if it's craving certain foods, it's like it's craving a food because it's missing a nutrient. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, people want to go to my website, I have a whole um, opt-in of, um, breaking free from cravings, diets, and deprivation, which shows ways if you're having certain cravings, what you should eat instead because, and explaining why you have those cravings. I don't remember the last time I had a craving. That's wonderful. And I like that. Right? Wouldn't it be great to like not even, wow, just be free of all of that, right? Yes. And just know that I can enjoy. And when you get to a point where you're healthy, It's about having a good balance because I love my wine. I love my alcohol. Right, me too. Me too. (laughs) I like like having a bite of dessert. I'm not going to not go out with my girlfriends or with my boyfriend or with whomever Mm -hmm. and and just eat lettuce. I want to enjoy my life. (laughs) Right, I hear you. I hear you. So being able to find that balance so that you can and not worrying about it. 
you know, and not thinking, oh my God, I can't believe I cheated on my diet. And now I have to go do an hour of cardio to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> Punishment, right? Like, ah. <laughs> so, Sharon, any final words? Uh, be kind to yourself. Really focus on the good and just start and end your day with the gratitude uh, and certainly work with you and connect to yourself and trust that your body knows what it needs and just tune into yourself more. And if there's anything I can do for anybody, I'd love to work with you. Awesome. You are the second guest in a row to say, be kind to yourself. So I'm going to take that also as the universe telling me to be kind to myself. (laughs) I do tend to be hard on myself. I'm getting better, but I'm just going to just, you know, put that in the back of my mind. Like, (laughs) I also say that at the end of the show. So thank you so much for giving us such amazing, impactful information that I know is beneficial in all ways, shape, and form. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, yes, most definitely. And so, yes, please be kind to yourselves. I want to wish you many blessings. And, you know, make sure you visit Sharon's website. We will post the link in the description for this episode so you have immediate access to her and her knowledge. (laughs) All right. So, again, be kind to yourself. Many blessings. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.